Things are heating up around the league. As some teams prepare for a playoff run, others prepare for the draft and face some big changes ahead. Who will make the season's fourth quarter highlights? We'll find out now on Beyond the Blitz. What's up, everyone? Blitz crew back at it, like always. Brandon Wells, Justin Rogers, and special guest today. Very happy to have you on the show. Connor Kleffman, how you doing? Good, how are you? It's good to be here. It's good to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm a senior at Bridgewater College. Former, unfortunately, former college football player. Played tight end all four years here. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I followed you guys through your journey. It was a lot of fun seeing y'all. Heartbreaking finish, but you guys yeah. got a rain, so you can't yeah. hang your head yeah. down too much. Oh, you, gotta, you gotta thank all the fans for coming out and supporting us through that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So today on Beyond the Blitz, we're going to start out with a little bit of questionnaire for Connor. Test his football knowledge. Uh -oh. So we're going to ask 10 rapid-fire questions. He's going to have 30 seconds to answer each of them. Are you ready, Connor? Yeah. All right. Let's get started. Thoughts on Drew Locke's first start with the Denver Broncos? Well, I thought his, uh, his first start was nothing to write home about. Uh, he wasn't flashy. He wasn't like Gardner Minshew or Pat Mahomes when they first started, when they first out there. He just kind of showed up. He's got a quick release. Didn't He took a couple shots. He got 134 yards for two touchdowns. But since he, you know, still kind of inexperienced, he just made some boneheaded decisions. Kyle Allen or Cam Newton? Well, Cam Newton's on the IR, so right now it's Kyle Allen. But if we were going to talk about the Panthers... We have to talk about Christian McCaffrey, you know what I mean? Um, but Cam Newton, uh, since he got the uh, MVP award, he's had a lot of health issues. It's looking like the Panthers organization might not re-sign him or actually might want to trade him. So in my opinion, I think the Panthers might want him to you know, keep Kyle Allen. But as of right now, they don't have a chance to win their conference anyway. So keep Kyle Allen in, get him some reps see what he can do for the rest of the season, and make your decision from there. Miami Dolphins, one-yard line against the Philadelphia Eagles. Punter to kicker, touchdown connection. How did this happen, Connor? <laughs> well, luck, first <laughs> of all. Uh, that special teams coach has some guts on him. Teams really, like special teams on uh, the defensive side of the ball, don't really spend a lot of time like, going over trick plays. It's kind of like, you know, cut and dry. So when you see this, it's kind of like that's completely luck when it's going on there. But it's still awesome to watch, and I think there hasn't been a special team conversion like that in a while. Taysom Hill, New Orleans Saints. Is he the most versatile player ever? Absolutely. Uh, this man is crazy. He can throw, he can run, he can put some juke moves on people. It's actually kind of crazy to watch him play because, you know, he came out of college as a quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. And then... Going into the game, he's doing wildcat, and it was just like, wow, this man has some wheels on him, and he even put some couple jukes on some people. Staying in the NFC South, Young Ho Koo, new kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. Two technically, but three really successful onside kicks in a row. Did he just break the formula on how to do an onside kick? Yeah, yeah. Some could say that, you know, that's luck, but after you do it three times, that's completely skill. You know, maybe the first time you could you could say that's luck, but after three times, it's skill, and, and people should watch his film and, and see what he did on that break he had to get better. And the Redskins coming off of two wins in a row, is this because of Dwayne Haskins or because of something else? 
Definitely something else. I mean, I don't think Haskins. I mean, anytime you have a rookie quarterback who doesn't throw picks, that's going to help the team win. But, I mean, you had Geis in there with two outstanding touchdowns, a crazy run towards the uh, end zone where he stiff on that guy and just fought for every yard. That's what, as a Redskins fan, that's what you like to see. However, do I think Haskins is that key player? No. And then we have the Chiefs coming off of an impressive win against the Raiders. Are the 2018 Chiefs back? Definitely not. Do I think they will, you know, win their their conference? Yeah, but I don't think they were the same Chiefs they were a couple years ago. They just don't look the same. They don't have the same feel to them. They don't have the same record. It's just not them. It's more of a shell of what they used to be. And the Eagles on a losing streak. Is Carson Wentz to blame for this losing streak? You know, it's hard to blame on one person. You know, hard to blame a whole kind of loss on one person. I'd say it's more of like a team uh, loss than just a Carson Wentz loss. So is it for him just to blame? No, it, this is a team game. You, you really got to focus on the team and figure out what to do. And the Steelers are 7-2 and two since they were 0-3 at the beginning of the season. Is Mike Tomlin, does he deserve more credit? Absolutely. Mike Tomlin is, you know, down a receiver, multiple quarterbacks with, you know, Big Ben Hurt. Rudolph, I don't think, you know, he's all the way there. You know, undrafted rookie. Pro Bowl, D. Lyman, they're down. James Conner, and also A.B. leaving. So to see them go from 0-3 in the beginning to now 7-5, and in the thick of the playoff run, I would say, yeah, Mike Tomlin had definitely more say. And Ron Rivera getting fired from the Panthers. So who's next? I have no idea. I was actually kind of surprised Ron Rivera got fired. Uh, I believe I was reading that he was the most winningest coach that that organization has had. And if you would watch... Uh, there's something on like HBO or something like that or all access on the Carolina Panthers, you know, watching him and their past season and the, was it 2017, you know, seeing him do that. I just think that it was a little bit of a shocker to me. And I just want to add something to the end of what you just said, Connor, because I think that's pretty interesting. Ron Rivera, I would have never guessed in a thousand years he would have been fired this early before a lot of head coaches who I believe deserve it a lot more. Very surprising decision, especially because he took him to the Super Bowl one year. Yeah, I'm not surprised, though. I mean, he's had mediocre seasons since then, just like Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton will also get released. So now we're going to go on to our Week 13 recap. So here we go. Thanksgiving, our favorite holiday of the year, started with the Bears beating the Lions 24-20. The Lions were a team we hyped up a lot early in the season. They're making us look like a fool. The Bears are an okay team, not a great team. Mitchell Trubisky doesn't deserve to start. That win it was a team win. They looked okay. They looked all right. And my AFC East champion, Buffalo Bills, go into Dallas and beat them 26-15. to Dallas is trash. Next. <laughs> And then the Saints get a win in Atlanta despite the two onside kicks that Atlanta got, 26-18. to Atlanta's offensive line is useless. That's why they're not good. The Saints are beating a couple of bad teams. They have a great record. I think that they should be playing better than they are. And what could possibly be the game of the year? The Ravens winning at home against the 49ers, 20-17. to I just want to say uh, Justin Tucker... 
deserves that game ball. Everyone keeps hyping up uh, Lamar Jackson, but if it wasn't for uh, Justin Tucker, that game could have been something else. In my he just opinion, does that thing. In my opinion, Justin Tucker has been one of the best kickers in football for years yes. now. And Lamar Jackson, MVP leading candidate. 49ers are a great team. They stayed in this to the very end. Nice, wet, rainy day. It was good, old, gritty football. Fun, fun game to see. Yeah. I think when it comes to this game possibly being the game of the year, I think it depends on who you talk to. If you love offense, this is probably not the game of the year because the second half was all defense. I will say this Ravens defense has surprised me this season. They're one of my front runners to win the Super Bowl. And then we have the Redskins getting the surprise win in Carolina against the Panthers, 29-21. Talked about it earlier, Connor. Uh, the Redskins are looking a little bit more complete, but at the same time, they don't want to hurt their trap position too much. And the Bengals celebrate their first win of the season at home, 22-6, against the New York Jets. I thought they were going to get it done against the Steelers, but good on them. Andy Dalton came in and got him a good win, and the Jets. How do you put 34 up on the Oakland one week and then 6 on the Cincinnati the next? I don't get it. And then we have the Titans on a roll right now, winning in Indianapolis 31-17 against the Colts. You know, not surprised. Titans, you know, we talked about earlier that, you know, Derrick Henry is a uh, second half kind of player. Never shows up in the first half of the season, but in the second half, he tokes that ball. And, I mean, it's showing up in the scores. Do not sleep on Ryan Tannehill. This man is going to be a star for Tennessee next season. We talk about players earning contracts. I think Ryan Tannehill is at the top of the list of players that are earning contracts this season. And then we got the Buccaneers going into Jacksonville and just handing them a horrific loss for the Jaguars, 28-11. Nick Foles got benched after only six quarters of coming back after injury. I'm not sure about that decision. I think Nick Foles is still a quality quarterback. I think whatever's going on in Jacksonville has nothing to do with either one of the quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks, Gardner and Nick, are both fine quarterbacks. They have a lot of holes on that team, and I think coaching is definitely the number one finger you have to point. And then you have the Chiefs at home destroying the Raiders 40-9. to I think that this Chiefs team looks a little bit like the 2018 Chiefs like we put in the headliners earlier in this segment. Patrick Mahomes is looking better and Derek Carr is looking worse. And then we have the Dolphins. The team, Brandon, you said wouldn't get a win for the rest of the season at home gets a win 37-31 against the Eagles. Making me look like a fool, but I cannot hate on that trick play. Oh boy, but the Eagles... Why are they bad? I don't understand it. They don't have a horrible lineup. The Dolphins do. What is this? And then the Packers go into New York and get an expected win against the Giants, 31-13. You said it best. Expected win. You're, you're expected to win these games, and they did it. And then the Steelers, at home, get the win and keep their playoff hopes alive, 20-13. to Big revenge game for the Steelers. It's uh, 7-5 and five in being a playoff contention after everything that we've said about them early in the season, everything that they've shown us in the preseason. It's a very impressive feat. Mike Tomlin deserves a lot of credit for getting his team there. I will say I was at that game this weekend, and it was a hype game. This Steelers team, I think Hodges looks better than people think that he does. And then we have the Rams going into Arizona and handing the Cardinals just another loss. I think it's their fifth straight loss of the year, 34-7. to I think the Rams are out of playoff contention at this point. NFC is tough, uh, but this is a game the Rams were expected to win. Divisional game coming out against a team that you're better than. And finally, finally, Jared Goff put up some numbers. And then the Broncos get a win at home against the Chargers, 23-20. to First start for a young quarterback, it's always nice to see him get the win, but the way that game ended, 
hardly any time left on the clock, a bomb downfield, the P.I. You cannot make those mistakes downfield. The Chargers lost off a pass interference call. You cannot make those mistakes and Denver kicked a game-winning field goal. In the NFL, that's why the Chargers keep losing games, because of stupid crap like that at the end of the game. And then the Texans, after getting blown out a couple weeks ago against the Ravens, get a huge win at home against the Patriots, 28-22. to <clears throat> Yeah, Deshaun Watson's a dog for getting those four touchdowns against the Pats. The Pats defense is really good and has been good for... Well, ever since I can remember, I think what really kept the Texans on top was Tom Brady's getting old. He's not able to sling the rock as much. He's only going, you know, safe check downs. And that's why you don't see the pass score really being up there more than it should be. The Patriots went from having one of the best receiving cores in the entire league in the preseason to now having one of the worst. They have no one. If you cover Edelman, Brady has no idea what to do with the ball. They have no tight ends, no receivers. They drafted to kill Harry, think he was going to be a stud, but he's hardly done anything for that team. I caught it before the season started. About week six, neither Josh Gordon or Antonio Brown would be playing, and they didn't, and that's why the Patriots' offense has been struggling. I think that still in the postseason, the Patriots can still be a force to be reckoned with because it's a whole new Patriots team in the playoffs. With two losses, it's really weird we're talking about a team like this, but at the same time, no offense for the Patriots, but that defense is getting it done for them. Yeah, the Patriots, they did not play well in this game, but they're still 10-2. They're most likely going to get a bye unless they lose a couple of close games the next couple of weeks, but as you said, Brandon, I think they could be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Good statement for the Texans, though. Oh, definitely. I think one of the other games of the week we could say, Monday Night Football, Seahawks getting a win at home 37-30 to take control of the division. Yeah, I think uh, the Seahawks, especially Russell Wilson, he's the MVP. People might hate me on that, saying that, you know, Lamar Jackson's the MVP, but I think Russell Wilson, he's doing a lot more with a lot less on his team. Um, then also, you have to think, is it a curse against Kirk Cousins on the Vikings? Since he's been on Monday Night Football, he's had like seven losses in a row and that just that's just got to stink for him cousins doesn't play well under pressure but at the same time these are two very solid football teams i've been very high about both of these teams all season long and i said it last time this victory came down to the 12th man being played in seattle is the reason seattle won vikings put up a fight and i'm very impressed with the way they played at the end of the game i think seattle came out and they played very well i think vikings played very well i think it was good lits for both teams seattle got the dub and now they're leading the division congrats on them I would not be surprised if this was a playoff matchup, in my opinion. Absolutely. So now we're going to move on to the next segment. Brandon, what do we got? Well, Thanksgiving just passed. So we're going to go around the table real quick. Since we didn't eat dinner together, Justin, you know, we're at our respective households. Yes. But I just want to ask you, Justin, what are you thankful for? But what do these teams have to be thankful for? Last season, these teams did not look good, but they have something to be thankful for now. The Packers last season finished this year 6-9-1, Vikings 8-7-1, the 49ers 4-12 after a last late season push to get them the four wins, and the Bills 6-10. Why or who let these teams turn around to be playoff contenders this year? All right, well, let's start with the Green Bay Packers. I think with the Green Bay Packers, it has to be the additions they added to their defense. It has to be. You have Zadarius Smith on one end, Preston Smith on the other end. Two of the better pass rushers, top 10 pass rushers in the NFL. They got Adrian Amos in the back end. And then you got those young guys that you've drafted. And then with having Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Granted, yes, they do have a young head coach that just came in in Matt LaFleur. But that defense, that is the reason why they are 9-3 and right now. 
I don't know. I don't really have much to say about the Packers. You know, just kind of defense wins championships. And if you have a great defense, you're going to keep yourself in games longer than what you should. When you look at how teams improve, you look at two things. What's changed and who's gotten better? And I think the Packers have a lot of both of those. Matt LaFleur, first year head coach, definitely has his coin in his Coach of the Year award. I think he's done great things down there in Green Bay. That defense has improved so much. Aaron Jones still balling out, one of the top fantasy football scorers on the season. And But then even you have players like Devontae Adams. They've been injured most of the year, has been kind of quiet. Yeah. But you have other players stepping up and still making things happen. And these young defensive guys stepping up and playing ball, that's why the Packers are doing good this year. And then we have the Vikings. I think the number one thing right now is that Dalvin Cook is healthy all season. And that's not the one thing that is helping this Vikings team, but it's definitely something that helps. I think, I don't know what was wrong with that defense last year, but something clicked again. Something clicked. Before the season, you said that Xavier Rhodes is going to be one of those players. He showed that he can be a player um, for that team to be reckoned with, that uh, secondary has been good this season. But also, you got to talk about this they've opened up the offense to Kirk Cousins allow him to throw the ball deep like he did at Washington and that's opened up the offense and has spread the defense over a little bit for other teams yeah I would just say that uh comfortability for Kirk Cousins uh being in the system and kind of the team getting behind him then I would say that you know the Vikings didn't have a bad record last year you know they have a lot of potential and they're kind of showing it this year Last year, the Vikings definitely had their coin in for most disappointing team of the year. We had very high hopes for them coming into the 2018 season. Came out kind of flat, had a lot of holes, and we couldn't quite pinpoint where these holes were. This season, those holes have kind of dissolved a little bit. We saw the Vikings team that we expected to see from last season this season. That defense is playing well, that offense is playing well, and Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, is definitely a top three NFL running back right now, which is something that I would never would have said last year. So, again, you look at who's improved. Dalvin Cook has improved, and that running game is helping Kirk Cousins a lot in the pocket. And now at the 49ers, I think one thing we can all think of is Jimmy Garoppolo's back. He's not the best quarterback in the NFL, but he's a game manager, and he can get the ball down the field. I mean, that's one of the reasons why this offense is scoring, and it's allowing their defense to kind of take a little bit of pressure off them. But that front four for the 49ers, one of the best in the NFL. They trust the process. The last three years, they've done nothing but draft defensive linemen, and the fruit is showing for the 49ers right now. When you have a uh, dual-threat kind of team, one that can play defense and then also offense, it's going to be unstoppable. Look at the Patriots. They've been able to play uh, defense and then this year, and well, and offense, and then this year when the offense hasn't been able to show up, the defense has. So that's why the Patriots lost to the Texans because they had no offense. But the 49ers are able to put it together this year, offense and defense, and that's why they're zooming. This 49ers team is undefeated for most of the season, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely comeback player of the year award, and that is huge. You look at who didn't perform last year. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't perform last year. He was out. This year, he's back. He's playing all right. Like you said, not mind-breaking, but it's championship-caliber stats in nice. gameplay still. Uh, they're keeping games close, even the ones that they've lost. Any one play went their way. They could have won those games against Seattle and the Ravens. They have shown that they can compete with the best of the best and that they are one of the best. And now we have a team who was 6-10 last year. Let's put in the soundbite. The Bills are going to win the AFC East. The Bills, <laughs> six and ten last year. Right now, they are in prime position. They have some tough games to win this AFC East. Okay, but let's talk about what happened last year a little bit. I think, like you were saying, Connor, 
with the Vikings, new system for Kirk Cousins. I think Josh Allen was a rookie, and he just needed some weapons as well. You have two guys who aren't number one wide receivers, but you got John Brown and Cole Beasley. We saw what Cole Beasley did against his former team in the Cowboys, one of the better slot receivers in the NFL. And that defense has always been good, but then when you add Ed Oliver to that defense, it's mind-blowing what he's doing this season. And he's one of the least talked about rookies from this class who's playing really well this season. Yeah, I just want to say that um, anytime you can get a young person in there, quarterback or you know any rookie in there, and actually allow them to develop and get experience throughout the years, then you'll actually see their full potential. It's kind of being thrown into the fire when you're, when you're a rookie, and it takes some time. And I think that the Bills, they had that. It's kind of like they kind of had a rebuild from the past couple years, and now it's showing that, hey – we can compete in this this conference and for a long time they haven't and also you have to talk about that bills mafia you know without them and without their support you know i mean you gotta love it they if it wasn't for them i'm so happy you mentioned bills mafia i love the bills fans if you're a bills (laughs) fan kudos to you you're a great person but (laughs) one thing i'm happy that the bills are finally doing because i like seeing the bills seeing that they have a chance i don't dislike this team in any caliber i think that i would love to see them make a deep playoff push and if they win the division i would have the biggest smile on my face for this team and justin i would owe you how many how many butts did i bet you for i I would owe you my entire inheritance because i could have disagreed with your hot take earlier this season more but it's looking more and more possible each day this offense is finally clicking it's something that they had a tough time getting early in the season and now josh allen is finally finding his playmakers and they're putting up points Finally, and Dallas doesn't have a bad defense, but Bills put up 20 sits on him, which is pretty good numbers. Yeah. Now we're moving on to week 14 predictions. We all know that's why you came here. You want to know what me and Justin think, but we have Connor on the show now. We're very interested to see what he thinks. But Justin, what's our record this year? So Brandon, this season, 76 and 55. Dropped off a little bit. I got a little bit closer. I'm 74 and 57. We'll see who ends the season with a better record. Not my best year for pits. I usually do a little bit better, but I just want to beat you. So that's let's go at it. First game of the week, Cowboys, two back-to-back Thursday night games as they travel to Chicago to play another team that played on Thursday. Who you got? In this one, I definitely have to pick the Bears. I think that defense is enough to stop Dak Prescott and that offense that looked poorly against, I think, a defense in the Bills who's just as good as the Bears' defense. So I'm going to have to give the Bears win at home. I say the Cowboys. Uh, they have the pressure, you know, breathing down on their neck, and it's do-or-die time, and I think they'll uh, rise to the cream of the crop in this conference. I keep going back and forth on this one. I don't know who's going to win this game. I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I think Cowboys, I think it's Bears. Every time I think it's Bears, I'm going to end up thinking it's Cowboys. But you know what my decision comes down to? The Bears do not currently have a winning record. They are a 500 team, and that is why Dallas is going to win this game because they're not a winning team. So Dallas is going to win this game, but it's going to be a close one, and it's going to be an ugly one. Both teams make a lot of mistakes, and Dak Prescott is not a good starting quarterback. Don't pay the man. Moving on. Panthers at Falcons. Who you got? Panthers just lost their coach. Falcons just got a closer loss where you got lucky on, or as we talked earlier, maybe not luck. Maybe there's a lot of skill with those onside kicks. Give me the Falcons in this one. They need to win. I think Falcons will win too. Panthers are coming off, you know, a head coach fire. This is never easy. Uh, you can, it kind of shuffles around the organization. But also, a game is 20% special teams. And when you have a good, 
you know, special teams behind you, as you can see with the uh, Baltimore Ravens game, it, it really does come down and affect the game. So I have Falcons. I'm going to agree with a lot of the things you said. Panthers are kind of off their tilt right now. The Falcons came out and they destroyed them the first time around, and that was with a solid game plan. Kyle Allen looked scared against a very bad Atlanta defense, which they've been better in the back half of the year. You can put that up for debate. But last week, Atlanta didn't have Julio Jones. Julio Jones coming back for this game. Carolina scared of Julio, always has been. Julio always puts up big numbers against Carolina. I expect him to do the same. Give me the Falcons by three touchdowns. Then the Ravens travel to the Bills. Game of the week? This could be the game of the week. These are two good, solid defenses, and this is hard for me to say. I'm going to have to pick against my AFC East champions. Uh, I'm going to have to pick the Ravens this week. They are hot, and I think they could do something against Lamar Jackson, but he's about 100-something yards away from breaking Michael Vick's rushing record. He's going to do it this week. Give me the Ravens. 100% 100% the Ravens as much as I love the Bills and the Bills Mafia it's got to be the Ravens you know Lamar Jackson is performing at a different level than almost everyone on the league I think anyone's out of their mind to pick against the Ravens anyway they're too hot if they do lose it'll be an unpredictable loss I think that there's just nothing the Ravens have done to prove me otherwise to me the Ravens then we have the Bengals travel to Cleveland to play the Browns division rival who you got you just lost to another division rival, Browns, and you're going to get the win at home. They need this win. Uh, even though they're out of the playoffs, they just need it for next season, just to push themselves towards the next season. With all the stuff that's going on with Miles Garrett, you need a win. I'm going to pick the Browns here. I think the Bengals. I think the Bengals uh, have something to prove on the back half of the season. It's really important to try to do well in the back half of the season and carry it over to the next season. So I think the Bengals. I think the Bengals are fine. They're not going to win, um, and the Browns are going to win. They're at home. It's Cleveland. The Bengals don't want to win. I don't think that they want to give up their first spot of the draft. If they are about to win, I think they're going to need or something like that just so they lose. I don't know, but I don't see them winning. Give me the Browns. Then we have the Redskins travel to Green Bay to play a hot Packers team. Who you got? The Redskins are hot, too, but they're not going to win. You'd be crazy to <laughs> not pick the Packers in this game right now. They're playing for their playoff lives right now. I mean, we're going to talk about this game later, but you have the Saints and the 49ers. Right now, Packers are in prime position to get a bye. They have to win this game, and they will win this game. Give me the Packers. Yeah, definitely Packers. I don't think the Redskins, even though they came off a hot game against the Panthers last week, I just think the Packers, you know, they've got those weapons that the Redskins don't have. I Yeah, give me the Packers. I have nothing else to say. The Broncos go to Houston to play the Texans. Broncos and Texans coming off some big wins, but give me the Texans. They're hot right now. Deshaun Watson's playing well. You have to win this game to keep your streak hot because you play the Titans next week, which is basically for the division besides the time they play in Week 17. Give me the Texans here. Yeah, I would say uh, Broncos have that you know fresh-eyed quarterback coming in for them. And... Deshaun Watson for the Texans is just, I mean, coming off a hot game. He's doing really good. He's a dog, so I'm going to say Texans. Texans are such an inconsistent team. It's hard to pick them any week because you just don't know what Houston team is going to show up. But they have a much better team than Denver, and they are competing for something. Give me Houston. Now we have the Lions travel to Minnesota to play the Vikings. 
Blau played well against a good Bears defense, but I can't pick against the Vikings. You just had a close loss. The same argument that I'm going to give for the Texans, you have to win this to keep yourself in playoff contention. I think Kirk Cousins is going to do very well against this defense. He's going to throw for over 300 yards. Stephon Diggs is going to have a good game, and I think this offense is going to go off. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, I don't think the Lions are good enough to hang with the Vikings. The Vikings got those weapons, Kirk Cousins, and, and then... Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, you know, the Vikings for sure have those weapons to to easily beat the Lions. I'm going to have about 31 teams in the NFL right now. The way you beat the Lions is you throw as far away from Darius Slay as you possibly can. Guess what? You just won the game. The Vikings are going to do just that, and they're going to get a big win. The 49ers travel to New Orleans to play the Saints. Game of the week? This is game of the week. We talked about Bills-Ravens possibly being game of the week. This is a game of the week. I could see this as an NFC championship rematch as we go down the line in January Saints are going to get this one I think that defense is enough to make some mistakes for Jimmy Garoppolo and I think Drew Brees is going to show that he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL even though he's up there in age give me the Saints yeah I would say the Saints I mean they won Taysom Hill that guy is an athlete all around if you use him and you keep the 49ers defense guessing with the uh, power of um, Drew Brees, then I think the Saints, but it's going to be a close one, and I have a feeling it's going to actually come down to a field goal. I don't see the 49ers losing two in a row. I think this team is too good. The Saints, I look at them a lot like the Patriots. They have a great record, but I'm just not that impressed with them. They had a lot of big wins when they when Drew Brees is out kudos to them but since Drew Brees has come out it's almost like they've quieted down a little bit but they're still getting wins I think that the 49ers are going to show up and be like hey we're a good team here's why and they're going to win the Dolphins go to play the Jets who cares who you got I care Ryan Fitzmagic and the (laughs) Dolphins are going to win that's all I got to say I'm with you Brandon uh who cares um (laughs) Dolphins. I got Dolphins. Oh, man. I just... You know what? Give me the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to break. I'm going to break and say Miami's going to get this win. Fitzmagic is fun to watch. And I just like that trick play they played so much. I just want to see them do something like that again. You have nothing to lose. Why not go for it? Colts go to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are going to win if they get that run game going like they did last week and Jameis Winston doesn't turn the ball over and I see them not turning the ball over as much. Get a good run game going. That Colts defense is weaker than I thought it was. Give me the Bucks at home. Say this is a 50-50, but I'm going to have to go with the Colts on this one. Just cut and dry just because I think so. You know what? Give me Tampa Bay. We said this about Tampa Bay a couple of times this year is that Tampa will make mistakes, but something else Tampa's going to do is they're going to take their shots. That's why they make mistakes, because they take shots. I think that they will take more shots and get more shots than the Colts can take advantage of the mistakes. If you can't take advantage of Tampa Bay's mistakes, you won't win the game, and I don't think that Indianapolis will be able to take advantage of these mistakes. Give me Tampa. The Chargers go to play a frustrated Jads team. I think this Chargers team should be frustrated with the way that Phillip Rivers is playing. To be completely honest, we're talking about him possibly getting benched. Phillip Rivers is going to show why he still should be the quarterback for this team. Give me the Chargers. I don't know. I usually pick up uh, Phillips Rivers for my uh, fantasy football team. But like you said, he's kind of been underperforming. And I think the Jags will want it more than more than the Chargers this week. So give me the Jags. We have two quarterbacks playing for a starting position. 
I think that this very well could be Philip Rivers last year. And we were talking about he needs to show up against Denver or else he'll lose his job. He didn't really show up against Denver. His performance is honestly why the Chargers lost in the end. I think that Gardner is going to come out. It's going to be a very low scoring, very boring game. But Jaguars will get the win. But if there's ever a game of this year that could be a tie, this could be the game that could end in a tie. So if I get that, I deserve 10 wins on my picks. Anyway, <laughs> man, I totally forgot I they that... did ties, man. I think that's such like lame stuff. Like this is, <laughs> this is like like this is like for people's entertainment. <laughs> this is for people. I don't want to tie. I want wins and losses. <laughs> I heard that. I feel that. So you know, definitely, I feel like the Jags. The Jags <laughs> need it. The Steelers go to Arizona. Who you got? Give me Pittsburgh. They're riding the hot hand of that defense, and Hodges is going to do enough to keep them in the game. Connell's on a losing streak. I don't care if they're at home. That defense is going to be way too much for the rookie, Kyler Murray. I don't know. I like Kyler Murray. And I think with the Steelers having multiple people out and kind of that weird buzz around them at this time, I kind of think the Cardinals will win. Bold take, hot take. I like it, but I don't agree with it. Give me the Steelers. I think they're playing for a playoff spot. Mike Tomlin has something to prove, and I think he's going to go and get it done. Again, the Cardinals just got a huge loss. I don't see them coming back that much. Yeah. The Chiefs go to play the Patriots. Game of the week? <laughs> we have so many possible games of the week, and I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Hand the Patriots their second straight loss. This Chiefs offense is better than the Texans' offense, and that Chiefs' defense showed to me that they could be a defense that can possibly carry him through the playoffs. I think Tyron Matthews is going to get a pick six in this game. That will seal it. They'll win by at least 10 points. Give me the Chiefs. Again, I'm at the disagree with you. It's the Pats. It's the Pats, man. They don't lose, and they're really good at not losing. I would have to say the Patriots. They're just all around a good team. Even though their offense has been lacking a little bit, they still have a great defense, and they still have Tom Brady. He's the GOAT, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots are always a hard team to pick against, but I'm actually have to agree with my man Justin over here. I think that Patrick Mahomes lost to New England last year twice, and I don't think he wants to do it again. I think this Chiefs team is finally lighting up. They're heating up a little bit. They smell playoffs under their nose, and they want to go and prove something. And this Patriots team has holes, and I think the Chiefs are going to take advantage of these holes. Going to be a good game, though. Then we have the Titans going to play the Raiders. Give me the Titans. They're hot. Raiders are not looking good. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is looking pretty good right now, and I think the Raiders are going to be scratching their head on why they gave John Gruden a 10-year contract. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Titans all the way. The Raiders, they're kind of rebuilding. They're in a rebuild phase. And when you're in that, it, it's going to look a, it's gonna look a lot uglier before it gets pretty. So I definitely think the Titans. Copy and paste what Justin said. Titans get the win. Seahawks go to play the Rams on the night football. This is a game where the Rams are playing for their playoff lives. And they will die. They're going to not get in the playoffs because the Seahawks are playing way too well for the Rams to be winning this game. Give me the Seahawks. I agree. Seahawks. I agree. Seahawks will win. I. It makes me sad, though. I've been high on the Rams. And again, making me look like a fool. <laughs> Seahawks get the win. Giants go to play the Eagles. Who cares? I think the Eagles care. This is going to be a 
start of their four game winning streak. I'm predicting another hot take. Eagles are going to win the NFC East. Four game win streak starts now against the Giants. I think the Eagles will win. It. I mean, it's against a conference opponent. And those games have an extra kind of excitement, buzz, you know, all that surrounding it. And when that happens, it elevates people's performance. And I think it will elevate the Eagles in this this game. Hot take. Philadelphia loses out. Eli Manning's coming back. He's getting the start. I think that he hasn't played in a while. I can see him possibly coming out and playing well. He's done a lot of rest. I have the Giants winning this game. Absolutely not. So now we're running a little low on time, but we have to squeeze it in somehow. It's time for way too early predictions. So we didn't, we can't do what we wanted to do, so we'll probably do that next time. But we're going to go on and just Super Bowl. Who's in it? Who loses it? Who wins it? Who you got? Man, putting me on the spot. I said this the last time we did a full-length version of Beyond the Blitz. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to say this until both these teams are eliminated. It's going to be Ravens facing the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, and I think the Seahawks are going to win it. I think it's going to be a a weird Super Bowl for me, but uh, I think it's going to be the Ravens and 49ers. I think they both have offensive uh, weapons, and they've been playing at a high performance. So Ravens and 49ers. See, I really want to pick the Ravens because they are the best team in the AFC. But I think that Lamar Jackson is just too inexperienced. Playoffs is a whole different devil. I think that he might get his first playoff win, but I don't think his first playoff win is going to lead to a Super Bowl appearance. I can see the Ravens losing in the AFC Championship to... I see your face. Come on, you got to say it. Say it. The Patriots. (laughs) Oh, don't say that. I don't want to say it, but the Patriots are just a whole different demon in the postseason. And no matter how bad or how good they are, they're there. They're always there. They'll be there again. Spoiler alert. They lose the Super Bowl. Who do they lose it to, you ask? I want to hear who they lose it to. They lose it to the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Aaron Rodgers gets his second Super Bowl win. I think that this is still a good team. I think they're still very slept on. And I can see this Green Bay team surprising everybody. In the postseason. I love that pick. That's bold. I really love it. That's if there's bold. anybody that can beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I, yeah. Pats are not even going to make it to the Super Bowl. Oof. They're I, not. There's They're no gonna... one else in the AFC I like, and I don't see Lamar Jackson getting it done. I think, you Nothing know. Nothing against the kid, but it's just, it's only his second postseason I agree. Appearance. I agree, but, I mean, you have to, I mean, it's football. Anything can happen That's at true. any game. And, and I think the Pats have been That's in true. there for... Almost every year I can really remember. And it's just, you know, I think there's going to be a new kind of top dog. And I th- I see the Ravens becoming that top dog. All right, so real quick, hot take. Is this the end of the Patriots dynasty this season? They have one more year. One more. Yeah, I think they got one more year, but it will be as a wild card next year because the Bills will win the AFC East again. Well, remember when... <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, remember when like everyone's like, "Oh, is Tom Brady like when's his last season and everything like that?" And you know they had what Jimmy Garoppolo behind him backing him up. The real question is, how long do you think Tom Brady has left in the season? Because I mean, he is really their their man for the Patriots. He's their their poster child. I see it that this is the weakest receiving core Tom Brady has ever had, and he's still top five passing yards. Believe it or not, he is. But also, if you look at everyone else who's top five passing yards. 
Who cares about any of them? Just go look it up. But, you know, the Patriots will be fine. I, I do think... It, they've shown me nothing to make me go against them. They're always there. I think they'll be there again. Alright, well, that just about wraps it up for what we have today. Me and Justin are planning on getting you guys some material over winter break. We are leaving. Uh, next week is exam week for us, but we will continue to get you guys some material, so please stay tuned. And we are on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are. If you aren't listening to us on Spotify, Ooh. what are you doing? Go follow us on Spotify. Please. Anyway, that about wraps it up. As always, Blitz Group, Brandon Wells, Justin Rogers, Connor Clefman, thank you very much for joining us. You've thank been you for having good. me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, that's it. That's all we have for Beyond the Blitz. <laughs>